I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Let's lock in. This is Unrivaled. Yes! Yes! The teams you live for, the sports you love. With Scott Mitchell and Alex Keurig, presented by G2G Bars on 97.5 B KSL Sports Zone. So, so, so. Hey, everybody. Welcome on into the program. It's Unrivaled 97.5 V KSL Sports Zone. Alex Keurig, Scott Mitchell. Hey, on Thursday, the Jazz are taking on the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder, by the way. While you were sleeping, uh, have themselves in that 10 spot in the playoffs, in that play-in game, uh, and the Jazz are on the outside looking in, and they are tied game-wise, although they have one more win and one more loss than the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, So they're just right there on the cusp. You're going to see this Jazz team probably fall off a little bit. They're only a game and a half ahead of the – Lakers for that 13th spot. That's what you're looking for, right? The Lakers at 27 wins, the Jazz at 29 wins. The problem is with 29 wins, they're also only three games out of the four spot. <laughs> so that's always that's always tough that the West is that ridiculous right now. And I don't think anybody's necessarily buying into this Nuggets team that is just blasting everybody, it seems like. And the Celtics have... Uh, quietly been really, really good, too. I guess not so quietly. We focus so much on the West that the East is looking really tough, and Jason Tatum, of course, uh, showing everybody why he is as good as he is uh, winning the MVP honors over the weekend for the All-Star Game. So welcome back to the program. Scott Mitchell, how are you, man? Did you get all that stuff off your chest last hour about, well, the last two hours, really, about this uh, All-Star weekend and being poo-pooed by uh, Sir Charles and uh, Shaq Diesel? I'm starting to feel a little better. Yeah, see? There's some. There's a therapeutic element to, uh, you know, whining, moaning, throwing it all out there. So, I'm looking forward to the a softer, gentler Scott Mitchell. Actually, you know what? I prefer the grumpy Scott Mitchell. I like to be grumpy. I do. It actually makes. It I actually makes don't like to be fast. grumpy, but I like to be grumpy uh, on on the radio. There's it's actually so much. a nice thing. All right, let it's me- like when I do the the Utah broadcast. <laughs> yeah, Utah football game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a terrible fan. I, I'm not good watching games because you go, we suck, and I just, it just, you know, what jazz fan, Utah fan, just it's really hard. And but, when you broadcast, yeah, you get to vent, you get to vent in the moment. Like I've only thrown the headset twice, 
and uh, was not was not highly uh, favored. Was not well received. After no, that? it really wasn't. He was like, "Those are expensive," and uh, you know, calm down. Bill got grumpy about it. Yeah. So hmm. I like that. I like to come on our show. I like to vent. You have never thrown the headset in this room. Well, I think because you respect uh, this space a little bit more, right? Sure. Come on. There you go. Let's kick off the hours we always do with the cut. Let's jump in here and let's talk a little bit of Pac-12. Why not? The other question. Undeniable. Unrivaled. Top sports story of the hour. Here's what made the cut. All right, the cut presented by G2G Bars, all natural ingredients, preservative free. It is a perfect protein bar for anybody who wants to get that quick, tasty, nutritious boost. G2GBar.com, Costco, Holiday Oil, Maverick, and Associated Foods all in the refrigerated section there. And also by the folks at Trajan Wealth, local trusted financial fiduciaries, 801-899-7600, or their website, TrajanWealth.com. Scott, let me see here. So we were looking at the possibility just as 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 you start to see the pac 12 for what it is right now you know you go look this is a pretty good solid team of of 10 teams you see why the why the pac 12 goes no 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 these schools this is a committed 10 member institution group i don't know how much we believe that because we go oh yeah no we are committed to one another but nobody feels that great about it and multiple sources have told uh, multiple outlets that a desired value for the Pac-12 of getting around $40 million per school is not really going to happen. It's going to be a hard thing to be able to get that money. And even though this league is has obviously got the historical cachet to be able to say, look, we can bring you X amount of eyeballs to these things, the Big Ten has now become a coast-to-coast conference and it will flex that muscle over the next couple of seasons. And when you start to see that, when it falls, when UCLA and USC go to the Big Ten, you're going to see a Pac-12 that's going to get very real about where they're at. And I think George Klyavkov, we've talked about this a million times, George Klyavkov is about a one million times upgrade from what they previously had. The problem is, is that I don't know if Larry Scott – Actual, I mean, the the amount of damage that he did it was unable to be fixed in the last couple of years. Here's the problem with with Larry Scott. Here's the problem with George Klyavkov. Here's the problem with the Pac-12. Is its own arrogance. Its own arrogance is that that, that we've just said we're the we're the conference of champions. We have no interest in changing our conference. None, none, zero. And so everyone recognized where your value is is in having an an expanded a footprint to to watch games. That's what TV wants. Like like it's not about, you know, it, it, TV drives it. And that's what they're saying. If if the Pac-12 does not get a good media rights deal, it's toast. And and I'll tell you who's going to break going to break the Pac-12. It's going to be Oregon and Washington. They they're, they're going to go. They're going to defect. They're going to be gone so fast. You don't you don't have some what was it? Con- consummation deal, and like that—that's the weirdest thing in the world. And that it's almost like the Pac-12 trying to convince itself it's okay because it's not. And if you don't have the media rights deal, 
Oregon, Washington are gone, and the Pac-12 is is absolute toast. But it's its own arrogance of saying, no, we're going to stand pat. We're going to be who we are. We're not changing anything. We're not going to uh, – we're just going to be out here all by ourselves in this isolated western part of the United States, and that's good enough, and it's not. So there are a couple of articles that I was reading this weekend. One of them happened to be from Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports, and he kind of brought this interesting – kind of how he thinks it's going to go. He is convinced that not Washington and Oregon are going to leave yet, that Washington and Oregon will eventually leave to the Big Ten because they're big enough schools to get that kind of recognition to go over, you know, and be and be a part of that. Because you think about having that that Pacific Northwest, the Nike deal, the, the University of Washington, the uh, you know, and along with UCLA and USC – That'd be a massive coup for the Big Ten to be able to get those the biggest brands. Those are the four biggest brands in the in the yeah. in the Pac twelve. Yep. But he thinks that the Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah schools are going to go first. That those four schools would leave the Pac twelve first and that they would go to the Big Twelve. And that they'd be the now the newest of the sixteen team conferences, which is what you're dealing with with the SEC and the Big Ten. There's just desire to be like, hey, and diluting the pool is one thing, but being able to feel like you are competing with the biggest conference in the country, like, hey, we've got to add, we're going to be a four-time zone uh, conference, and not only that, we're going to have you know some legacy Pac-12 members, but we're also going to have some, uh, we're also going to have, like Utah and Colorado would just make sense, if that were really what they, where they were going to be leaning, right? And Arizona and Arizona State. If the, you see the Pac-12, if you even have some semblance of the Pac-12 falling apart a little bit, that would be a massive get. But he sees those schools going first to the Big 12, and that's when Oregon and Washington will go, hey, man, it's been real, but we're going to the Big 10. And here's what a Pac-12 looked like. Here's what a, a new Pac-12 would look like. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams. Right. Those Pac-8. teams would be the Pac-8. Those teams would be Washington, Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, you have me so far? Those are four uh, schools that are already in the Pac-12. SMU, San Diego State, Fresno State. Stop it. Jeremy, I'm not allowing that, okay? Do it on the next one, though. Boise State. (laughs) So, okay. Boise State, Fresno State, SMU, and uh, San Diego State. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. So you'd be adding four group of five teams... And we've talked about how big of a deal it would be to get. I think it would be important to get SMU and San Diego State. But that would be – I think you got to get those guys now if you're going to try to convince teams to stay right now. I think that the Pac-12's best shot is to offer a team like SMU, offer a team like San Diego State, and try to kind of stabilize the group that way. Here, Here's – so I'm just listening to what Brett Yormark is saying. Big 12 commissioner. And this is why I'm I'm saying – that I think it's the other way. Like I, I get this, and it total, totally makes sense. But he basically says, "I want to be, I want to be like the. I, I think he wants to be like the Big Ten, 
And I think he saw, okay, they're expanding westward. Why in the world would they go west? It's it's for more games. And so if you're Brett Yormark in the Big 12, you go to you go to the mountain time zone, Colorado, Utah, Arizona, Arizona uh, State. Arizona State, mm-hmm. you're not getting to the Pacific Coast. And I and and the big names to me are Oregon and Washington. And you get Oregon and Washington, those automatically become maybe your biggest names in your conference. So not only do you cover um, a bigger part of the you know the country, the footprint, you get your coast to coast conference, but what you also get are bigger names, like is the combination of Arizona State, Arizona, Colorado, Utah, is that a bigger brand push than Oregon and Washington by themselves? I don't think it is, and I and Dion Dion is you can't count Colorado because Dion Sanders will be gone in a New York minute. Deion Sanders is going to prove he's going to win at Colorado and he's going to go on to the next big thing. He's not He's not a permanent resident of Boulder, not even close. And I think he wants to go somewhere back in the south, Florida State, somewhere. What do we have the guy from Denver who told us? He said that's a two- to three-year situation. Yeah, I, yeah. so so the rise the rise and fall of Colorado will be abrupt. Uh, and I, but the rise of Washington and Oregon has been—it's always been there. Like those, those are those are programs. And if you're if you're the the Big Twelve and you can land Oregon and Washington, they can be some of your bigger name in the conference. And and you um, you know and you lose o- o- Oklahoma, Texas, you have a much like I don't think you would lose. I mean, sure, you lose something, but you gain. You know, the, I think the pain of, of losing uh, Oklahoma, Texas is, is a little bit less. And you get that West Coast. That's only that's my only thought on it. It's not because uh, I get the, the four corner schools and it certainly makes a lot of sense. And if you're in Utah, you go, heck, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're a Utah or BYU fan and BYU and Utah are in a power five conference together, like that's awesome. Like it, 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 it might be better than if they're in two different conferences. Because then, then you have so you know you have some really really meaningful games, and a rivalry that's really good and a really good part of college football. And quite frankly, it's good for the Big Twelve to have that natural rivalry because BYU right now is an outlier. Yep. I mean, it might you know it might be more of an outlier than West Virginia is in the conference. It, you know, it's it it it's it's just I get what they did it and why they did it and. But it's it's it would really help solidify and make it that western part of the conference much more interesting. So you see, uh, you're you're saying the best move would be for them to get Washington. I think anybody, I think I think so. Washington and Oregon are the two that if you're able to get that group, like it's it's kind of a but, but don't you feel Alex, kind of the nail in the coffin for the Pac-12, right? Right, but don't you feel like all of this hinges on a media rights deal? It has to be comparable to the Big 12. Like, it has to be. And if it's not, you know Oregon and Washington are um, – I, I guess what – you know, they're they're probably out the door. And I guess the whole thing about – You think they're already out the door, huh? Well, if the, if the media rights deal isn't there. Right, if it's – But why is everybody else – why is every other conference going expand? And why did the Pac-12 go, nope, we're not, we're not doing anything? Why did they not see the writing on the wall? Why did why did everyone else get this? Why did everyone else understand the assignment and and the Pac-12 didn't? 
And, and, <laughs> and I, you know, you look at it and you just go, you know, that's a perfect way to put it. It seems pretty clear. And, and it's, and again, it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the segment. It's their arrogance and their, they're not reading the room and not seeing what's really going on and what's really going on. TV, TV, plain and simple has been driving this ship and it will continue to drive this ship. And if you don't answer to it and you don't understand it and you can't, um, like placate it and and work with it, you're toast. You're done. And that's what Larry Scott did. He says we're going to do our own thing. We're the Pac-12. We're the Conference of Champions. We're going to do our own. I, I sat in those meetings in the Crimson Club and heard about how amazing the Pac-12 uh, television deal was going to be, and it was just going to be this landfall of money. And it has been an absolute unmitigated disaster. And and I don't think it's super hard. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out what's going on in college football and where you got to go and why the Pac-12 uh, hasn't been more proactive on going out and finding teams and competing with these other conferences to get more teams is beyond me. Do you think that – I, I think don't know, George like it- Klievkov, I like him. But I think he's been learning on the job. I don't think I think I he's, think all these guys. Ca- I don't think do they've figured bit. it out. You know, your mark. I think has gotten a little bit lucky with some of the timing, right? I mean, yeah. He was looked at as like, oh, he's jumping in here and they're doing the uh, media rights deal, and they did it, and then suddenly the Pac-12 didn't have anybody to get in bed with and consummate anything with. <laughs> I right. mean, like I in mean, the end, they right. couldn't. There, there hasn't really been that that. Uh, that whale out there to be able to land to say, "Hey, we're going to make this uh, forty or forty million dollars a year number back up again." You're trying to make San Diego State and SMU something special, and 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 no offense, but they haven't been as good as UCF, nope, or 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 Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could argue about um, or BYU. But you know, you maybe you argue about Houston, but it's in Texas, and I mean, there's you know, there's a lot. Of, I mean, Houston right now, what do they have the number one ranked team basketball team in the country yep. right now? Mm-hmm. So there's there's the potential at Houston to have something special there. Uh, so there's 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 nothing in the cupboards right now, and you're trying to make you know, you're trying to make Fresno State, you're trying to make SMU. People are trying to go Boise State. <laughs> Any of it, right? And Boise State's been, you know, but it's just in a place where it just doesn't make a lot of sense yeah. from a TV perspective. Yep. Oh, man. It's just, it is it is wild to think that the Pac-12 is far enough behind the eight ball right now that it is – that it's getting desperate, that, that it feels desperate. Even if they're not desperate right now, these – Mark Harlan has to be on the phone every day going, what on earth is going on, dude? What are we doing? He's got to be talking to the other athletic directors going, what are you guys going to do? What are you guys going to do? Tell us what you're doing because I want to be a part of whatever that is. If you're going to jump ship, like let's figure it out here. Because what you don't want to be is Utah holding things down in the Pac-12 when they invite Fresno State, Boise State, SMU, and San Diego State. And you're supposed to be now the the you know the the cream of the crop, but they're not going to be getting that money that that they thought they were going to be getting. Think about when Pac-12 we, will have lost so much cachet by then. Think about when we were at Media Days. Think about where we when they rolled out kind of the state of the conference and how they talked about we've got to get creative. We've got to go into streaming. We've got to go into 
um, a relationship with some of these right. online betting. Yes. We've got to find different ways to create revenue. And so clearly at that moment, they realized we're behind, we're behind the eight ball. And the only way we're not going to just walk in the door with the traditional TV partners and go, okay, we need to have this number for each one of our, our member schools. And, and the TV partner goes, it ain't happening. You don't have you. You don't have anything. So the Pac-12 is probably sitting there scrambling. And Oregon and Washington, I guarantee you're sitting there. Going, what do you got for us? It better be good. You better bring we're something, walking, man, or we're out the door. <laughs> that is because insane. It do, none of this makes sense that they're taking this long. Other than they are just trying their darndest to get creative financing to try going to, and to, to and try to impress out. Oregon and Washington. And they'll too. spin. I guarantee you, when this all comes out, they'll spin it like, man, we've got. And people all of a sudden realize that's a bad deal. That is a mm. bad deal. Let's take a break here. We've got so much more to jump into. We've got some uh, tickets as well a little bit later. We're going to be giving out for that Jazz Spurs game next week. You don't want to miss any of that. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.